Hey guys, what's going on? G-Man here. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart podcast feed. Maddie D and I go through college football week eight. That is right. We are only doing college football this week. For the NFL, we are going to post up our picks in the cold hard lock, so make sure to go to thunderbugsports.com for our NFL preview for week seven. But college football week eight, we go through everything, every single team that is still in contention, even if just by a thread for the college football playoff. We put some teams to bed. We crown some teams, kind of. We look at the Heisman. It's done a fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you think. Let us know in the comments or tweet at us. ThunderBLG on Twitter. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook. Just like the website, thunderblogsports.com. Make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. But enjoy this week's episode. Again, let us know what you think. Here we go. And we are live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun B Tailgate presented by Thunderblogsports.com. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. And back on the pod after a week off for a little R&R is Matty D. What's up, buddy? No guy. Well, you know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't all right. I mean, it was, it was relaxation, but... I, it was 117 holes of just competition golf. You're fighting both yourself, your opponents, in this case, my brothers, and then the course itself, uh, you know, down south golf, a lot flatter, but a lot more out of bounds, a lot more ways to get your golf balls in a lot of trouble. Let me tell you something. Ooh, we might need a, uh, on a future episode, get a little uh, course guide for Matty D. Oh, definitely could, definitely could help us out with that. Yeah. Well, we you know one day. Well, one day we got to start previewing. You invest in a drone and have you do like a, a golf <laughs> channel type. Thing. Yeah, a couple Next years year. ago, a couple years ago, there we were down there and there was a drone. Um, really, flying. Yeah, it was wild. Damn. Like coming right. We were hitting golf balls. It was coming right over the top. I was hoping to see myself in some kind of pump up video. I have I have not seen that at this time, though, unfortunately. Don't worry. We've we've uh, filled a quota of us in pump up videos. That's uh, true. Those that didn't see us in the Eagles one, Maddie D and I popped up in it. Yeah. But we're here this week to talk college football. So to kind of mm-hmm. give everybody a bit of housekeeping, uh, we're a little time crunched this week. Kind of like last week where Matt was away, I was having a weird week of work. Ended up getting the pot up with Emily. Uh, this week we're both a little time crunched, so we're doing just college on this week's Fun V Tailgate podcast. Matt is going to get a blog post up for our cold hard locks just like i did last week uh, and then i'm going to try to get the fun v tailgate blog actually up this week last week i ran out of time this week i should have some time friday morning uh but yeah so let's dive right in matt yeah. the last two weeks really last weekend the chaos has begun oh i mean we had talked and i and i had basically guaranteed that you know i gave you my four playoff teams and all of a sudden one of them is pretty much out 
um, in my opinion, and 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 just in general. I mean, when you looked at this weekend, the teams that lost this past weekend, the teams that I mean, it was it was incredible. Not only that, not only that, not only did teams lose, but Alabama they actually had to punt twice in a game, which was pretty wild to watch as well. So, but the odds on that were pretty long. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's more of a joke because they just continue to absolutely just 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 dominate. Um, it's true. But this is what college football is all about. This is what this is what you're looking for here. Um, this is why you play the game. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, it looks like a few teams have probably talked their way out of. Oh, sorry, played their way out of out of the playoffs at this point. A few conferences have mm-hmm. have, have done the same. Um, it's going to be a couple big weeks though coming up here as more and more. Teams play each other, big conference matchups. Um, it's going to be exciting, though, and I love it. I love, I love that we're here. I love that there's chaos. I want more chaos. Um, was rooting for team. I'm rooting for teams to lose in this yes. case. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of on that note, because you mentioned a couple conferences done. Do you think it's time to tuck tuck away the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve, or do you think so, there's a chance that one of those can? Stay alive. Yeah, I would tell you that you can talk away the Pac-12. Um, you know, we'll talk about we'll, 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 we'll bring them up. O- Oregon did some good stuff, but Washington's is out. Um, you know, which is unfortunate because that now Washington State, by the way, hosts their first ever college game day ever this week, which is pretty cool. But even at five and one, it's going to take a miracle for them. Uh, Colorado got smoked by USC. That's going to affect their their standing. So to me, I think the Pac-12 definitely. Now, I, I think Texas. Well, once again, Oklahoma and Texas are—they appear well. There's a, there's going to be a Big Twelve championship game. Yes, um, Oklahoma. But I think even Texas needs some help. That being said, they could. So I don't want to count the Big Twelve out. Me, Pac-12 out. Big Twelve, I'm not going to count it. I don't think it's right yet. I think there's still some potential there. Yeah, um, there's three teams in the top fifteen that are one loss yeah. teams. I would tell you that West Virginia's loss is crushing. Yes. Oklahoma running the table and only lost – and they beat Texas, and their only loss is Texas on a neutral site. They're going to be back in the discussion. They And they also – they did something else that's important. Just like um, – this is the same thing that Michigan did, same thing that LSU did, same thing that Florida did. They lost early. Yes. Like, now you have a loss from here on out. This is where it's going to be tough because it's a what have you done for me lately poll. And so early losses tend to help you more than late losses, which I get make, you know, makes sense, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think that they're still in it as well. And no one's talking about them because they lost. But, yeah, I, yeah. so um, regardless, though, this is what I was looking for. Enough of the boring, we already know who's going to be in kind of thing here. No, that, that's a really good point because these teams, I'd even say Georgia lost at the right time too. You have yeah. to assume though, they, they, in order for their chances to stay alive, they have to stay undefeated and beat Alabama in the SEC championship. I think if they beat Auburn, if they beat LSU, I think maybe they have an argument, but they pretty much have to beat one of those two. Yeah, um, well, Georgia, needs, Georgia needed to, to win out. Yeah, essentially, um, yeah. and they didn't. And you don't think if they fine. win, if they're Georgia eleven and one SEC win. champion, that they don't get in? 
11 or 1 SEC champions, I do think they get in. I yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they'll have beaten Alabama. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, what about if it's LSU? I think I think that's tough. If LSU wins, if LSU wins out, if LSU is the West champion, so they beat Alabama, and they're an eleven and one, and then they lose to Georgia. I don't, you see. I think Georgia might get in just because it's the well, SEC and for that luster. Yeah. But. I was going to say a couple things. It, you know, right now Clemson, be, assuming they beat NC State this weekend, and they end up beating whoever they play, whether it's Miami or somebody else. Miami though. We'll get to. They're probably a lock because you'd assume they're going to win out. And then mm-hmm. let's make the assumption that Michigan and Ohio State meet end of the yes. year. Ohio State undefeated Michigan with one loss. The winner of that game goes to the Big Ten Championship, should beat Wisconsin, who's clearly not as great. You know, and we'll talk about the game. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the problem is Notre Dame is the wrench. I don't know how if Ellis I don't know how the SEC champ doesn't get in. So even a two loss LSU, like let's. I guess my point is I, I just don't see how a two an SEC champ isn't in. But Notre Dame okay, takes okay. away the SEC number two because the assumption was Alabama Georgia, right? They both meet undefeated yes. in the title game. One team loses, but they both get in the playoff, which would work right now if Notre Dame wasn't ranked fourth and undefeated. Yep, that's the you know so. Um, they kind of throw the wrench in the whole thing, I think. So unless unless they figure out a way to lose a game here, which they keep trying to do, and other teams just don't want to take it from them, which would be great if somebody would do that. Um, Pretty crazy. They yeah. are getting – they've gotten close a number of times. Yeah. And then when you think they're out, they demolish their next opponent. Yeah, by the way, they play they, – we'll talk – I mean, we're, we're going to talk about – let's talk about it real quick. They play, they play at Northwestern in two weeks. Navy, by the way, yes. isn't a guarantee. Because they're a good no. football program, but Northwestern is leading the Big Twelve. Um, Big Ten. Uh, what, Big Ten. Big Ten. What, what division are they? Big Ten. Um, West. West. They're leading the Big Ten West right now, and and that team's always a tough out. We saw Michigan struggle with them. They've beaten some good teams this year. Um, and by the way, they're gonna they they play at USC last game of the season. USC is getting better. Um, we just saw them smoke Colorado, who was ranked pretty high. So. In, to me, there's some interesting storylines there um, for Notre Dame coming moving forward in this case. Yeah. But, um, yeah. One so thing I, that helps them too, one of their only home losses is to Duke. And Duke, you you don't really hear a ton about because they were ranked for a hot second. And because they're only AC, now they're one and one, but they were 0 and 1. So they were in last place in the Coastal. Mm-hmm. They're 5 and 1 team, and they have the third best record in the division or in the conference. Yeah. I mean, they could, that helps the Northwestern, you know, sort of a second degree, but it helps out with that resume in terms of beating them at home for, for a Notre Dame, for Michigan, for a lot of different teams. And especially if they end up making some sort of run to an ACC championship or close to it, you know, a lot of different things that, that sort of extra degrees could be the difference maker in who gets in as the fourth, maybe even as the third seed in the college football playoff. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. That's a great point to bring up there as well. Absolutely. Yeah, this is Absolutely. a real tinfoil hat season, or at least it's starting to seem that way. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I'm with you there 100%. Um, I, I, you know, a couple, I think a couple other potential – it's going to – well, it's just, there's just going to be – it's going to be really fascinating here to me. Um, Clemson has got a big game this week. 
Yes. Yeah, they finally get a real a real big time test because NC State it, it, they've got a great offensive line. They're not a they're not a a team to sleep on, if no. you will. Because right all. now, and this is not necessarily Clemson's fault, but their best win, and it was a great win, but it was close, is at Texas A and M. That's true. That's and Texas A and M is fantastic, but and that's kind of it. Because they're, I mean, yeah, they got FSU is not the same. Louisville is not the same. Syracuse is probably the next best win. I guess. No, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, like, like we talked about, they're going to have. I mean, they're going to play Duke. They're going to play South Carolina, but, but FSU, Louisville, Boston College, not what we expected. Duke, good enough that it's going to be a challenge, but it's at Clemson, and they and they play at they, South Carolina comes to visit. So I, you know, they. They need they they lose to NC State. I don't see how they make the playoff unless a bunch of other teams lose. That that's what I would say on. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, the ACC is going to be this this inflection point as to if NC State wins this game, where do they go from here? If Clemson's a one loss yeah. team and and kind of figuring out where they are, because think about it, they finished their schedule. You mentioned Florida State and. And you mentioned uh, not Florida State. You mentioned their game against South Carolina at the end of the year. You know they finished their schedule earlier than you know, the rest of the conference. So there's a lot of thing, things that would be up in the air if they were to lose this game. You know, and, and it's definitely not a game to sleep on because NC State is a really good air attack. You mentioned their offensive line, so it's going to be a really good test for their defensive line, Clemson's. Mm-hmm. And you know we're we're really gonna see a pretty good game i think and yeah nc's defense isn't really anything to, to sleep on granted they were supposed to play west virginia which would have been a really good indicator of what we could see in this game and that got canceled because of the hurricane but you know i i, no, I think this it. is a really that, good opportunity that hurts that hurts nc state a little bit because if they were to somehow get past clemson this week and that's a very tall task it's at clemson yeah. if they get past them you know they look pretty locked to win out just because they're a good. You know they're they don't. Then they're like, an eleven and zero team, not twelve and zero. That's the only I, issue. Right. I would just tell you though. It, I mean, my only thought with them is they, they they might beat Clemson and then drop a game here, um, just somewhere because they're not necessarily a power program. Um, a one loss NC State team. They beat Clemson, but they still lose. I still don't think they get in. I still think somebody else will get in from another major conference, which is why we've yeah. been talking about after Miami struggles. Clemson's it's really a one-team ACC race for the playoff. Like that's the that's way I the that's issue. the way I looked at it. The, and that's the one thing I was about to they ask the, you. Do you they think don't have the, they don't have the pedigree? So, do you think if NC State were to say win out, they beat Clemson, they end up being the ACC champion? Even as a twelve and zero team, eleven regular season, twelfth win as the ACC yeah. champion. Do you think that Clemson could get in as an eleven and one team because Clemson, or do you think that it would, they would just know. leave the ACC out? I would tell you they. Sh- I would th- what they should do is they should leave the. A- assuming let's assume Al- let's just let's make the assumption Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame finish one, two, and three, right? Okay, and then and then your your the big spot champion is- in. That's what I'm saying. I think you'd have to go Big 12 there simply because I think they have a I think an Oklahoma is going to have a stronger resume. I think a, yeah. a, a Texas is going to have Texas, a stronger West Virginia, even West whatever. Virginia, right. So, I would I would argue that if you don't like to not make your title game, I know that happened, but 
uh, I in a weak ACC. It's not like you're the SEC and you're playing a ranked opponent every week, or, or even the the Big Twelve. You're playing a lot of ranked opponents. I think it's I think that's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I did want to bring up what I think is this LSU Tigers team. Go Tiger! Is, is they just have a brutal schedule, by the way. Oh yeah. And so schedule because boys. right. They beat That's a big boy schedule. <laughs> they beat Auburn, right? They 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 pull, they lost to Florida. They bounced back with a huge win against Georgia last week. Now they have Mississippi State coming to town, twenty second ranked, not an easy out. And then, by the way, next week they play Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Let's say they beat Alabama, which I don't think they will. They still would have to go to Texas A and M to end the year. That's the last thing said. You yep. want to talk about a, a brutal schedule for LSU? I mean, team, that's tough. Even um, at Arkansas is not an easy win. No, I know. I mean, you Arkansas is not Arkansas's good, not, but they're but it's still an SEC like, road game. And by the road way, game division. And and they they're so that's after they play Alabama. That's called a letdown potential yeah. right there. Um, you know that they're. Do you know what their um the rivalry trophy is for the LSU Arkansas game? No, called the Golden Boot. Because if you look at Louisiana really? and Arkansas, it looks like a big boot. That's I knew true. that from uh, NCAA football back in the day. I think I, uh, <laughs> I had to be a pro that was – or be a college player that was oh, a no. – uh, nice. I think a quarterback for Arkansas, something like that. Yeah. Just remember, yeah. I remember, th- remember that trophy because it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Right. And Jeweled Shillelagh, USC Notre Dame, the golden boot for golden Arkansas boot. and LSU. I dig that. I dig that. No, um, I, I agree, though. I mean, yeah. this weekend's going to be a real – you almost have to think – after such a shellacking that they gave Georgia, you almost have to think LSU is going to have some sort of moment this week, especially with Alabama coming to town next week, that there could be a bit of a slow start. I'm not sure the best way to put it. Offensively, you almost have to think. They put up 36 last week. They put up 19 the week before, 45 two week, or three weeks ago against Ole Miss. You have to wonder what offense are we going to see in this game because they're good at home offensively, but def- defensively is really where they, they come into play. So I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to be a really low-scoring game. I think they pull it out, but it's a six-and-a-half-point line, and I think that's a really interesting number. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you there. Definitely agree with you there. I, I got to tell you, I, they're, yeah, they're just a battle. That that team is just um, – it's just a – I think it's just a um, – I kind of feel bad for them in that regard. Like, I feel like they're a really good football team. By the way, they have a great corner, best name in football. Greedy, we talk about Greedy Williams, six three. Yes, he's got great defense. They got Devin White as a linebacker. When you watch LSU, circle number forty on the defense, side to side linebacker. He was so he's so effective that Georgia they would they did a, they did a five play sequence where Georgia was running the football every play. They double teamed him with two linemen. That's how good mm-hmm. White is as a linebacker. That that LSU team is loaded with talent, in particular on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it's just it's a tall task to ask them to go and beat Alabama. Um, it really you know. is. And on top of already, like literally, they're going they went they're going four ranked teams in a row. Um, only positive is it is in Death Valley. You have to assume. Assuming they win this week, both teams win this week, it'll be Alabama LSU game day. Um, uh, you know, in depth. I don't think it would be anyway. That's an unreal yeah. atmosphere. 
Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. They, they cannot look ahead. Mississippi State struggled no. early, but this team, Mississippi State, has a great quarterback. We talked about how they could be a dark horse. Um, they just, they just, they honestly, they, and I know Auburn's got some problems, but they smoked Auburn. Um, no. So do not sleep on this Mississippi State game. And this is the one problem that normally it's the one thing Alabama's been able to do is the the SEC teams shred each other because they're so talented. Alabama seems to come out of that, um, but yeah, this is this is going to be a wild. It's going to be wild in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was actually shocked by LSU's because it was such an easy victory over Georgia. Um, I was definitely surprised there. Thirty six, kind of like last I mean, year when Georgia lost to Auburn. Remember how, yeah. how they just kind of got they kind of yeah. laid down. Yeah, they got rolled over by, by Auburn and then came back Georgia's to the SEC championship and killed them. Yeah, they've got to Georgia's got to run the table. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, as talented as they are, they play they play Florida this week. They go they're at Kentucky in two weeks, and they play Auburn. This space the next three weeks. If they win the next three weeks, they're going to be a one loss team. Um, and it's basically this game, them and Florida. The next two weeks, they if they beat Florida and Kentucky, they're probably well, they play Florida game. next week. Are they going to buy this week? They're going to buy this week. Yeah, they're going to buy this right, week. Right. Florida's next week. So they play They play Florida and they play at Kentucky. Those two games are going to decide if they're going to be in the championship game. Yep. So, I mean, it's a big game. It's it's the next two weeks, for, next three weeks for after the bye week, next three weeks for Georgia's important. They're, they're still super talented. They definitely can make that happen, yeah. um, in my opinion. But No, they absolutely um, can. I, I mean, I think next week yeah. – it's a neutral site game, world's world's largest after a cocktail party in Jacksonville. So really, you know, don't don't think, don't sleep on that game because we saw what happened mm-hmm. to LSU going down into Florida. Yeah, same thing could happen to Georgia. I mean, Florida's oh, defense yeah. is for real. Yeah, I want to wave. Let's just, I want to wave. Well, I want to wave goodbye to some teams whose playoff hopes were dashed this past week. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a really good yeah. call. Let's wave. Let's wave goodbye to. Well, first of all. Let's wave hello to the team that we talk every week how this team is going to upset somebody. Iowa State did it. Yep. Yeah. 30 we, to we've said West. this every single time they play a ranked yep. opponent, and it finally They're happened. Gonna upset somebody. I know. I know. David Montgomery, Iowa State running back, 189 yards on the ground. He He's battling with, like, Jonathan Taylor um, and a couple other guys for best college running back in college football. Um, that's how good he's been. Um, I would say Travis Etienne of Clemson, Jonathan Taylor, but you got to put Montgomery up there. He's not talked about because he's not on the same caliber team. Um, mm-hmm. But you got to wave goodbye. We, you know, we maybe West Virginia can still do it, but I, I'm kind of giving them the, the the queen wave in terms of their playoff hopes. Yeah, they're, just they're, it's a tough loss. I'd say the Big Twelve is is one foot out the door right now. Yeah, well, they're teams. gonna have because of that canceled game against a ranked NC State. It makes this more difficult. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, that is a way, really good point. They have to still play Texas, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma still. So yep. that's that's gonna be a tough road for them anyway. We knew they were kind of a backloaded schedule. So this one is in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we can wave goodbye to Washington's playoff hopes, which I think is tough for the Pac-12 because they look like the most complete team. But Oregon showed up. I got to tell you, Herbert's making his case for the number one overall pick. He's been so think good so? this year. Yeah, I think so. I think he's – I mean, I think Locke's going to battle him there, the Missouri guy. Um, but he Does it depend on who – not to get too deep into the weeds of NFL oh. draft stuff, do you think it depends on who's picking? I do a little bit, yeah. Um, a lot of people are that chewing the. Maybe make a case thing. for Bosa. 
which we'll talk about in a minute, I'm sure. But yeah, I think yeah, I would say I think it depends on who ends up being the worst team, right? If it's a team that took a quarterback this year, you know, if it's the yeah. if it's the Cardinals or somebody like that like that drafted a quarterback, that's going to be tough. Um, if it's the Giants, they're taking the a Giants keyboard. definitely make a lot. Yeah, the Giants make a ton of sense um, with that first overall pick um, there. I, I, yeah, and, and I think fits a little important too. I think a lot of teams are going to like don't Drew Lock a lot, a lot of a lot of scouts like him, and he's not as much of a. I don't want to call him a one year wonder, but for example, Indianapolis, if they're going to be a high pick, Oakland, uh, Atlanta, um, Arizona, San Francisco, they're probably not taking a quarterback. By the way, if I'm one of those top five teams and I don't need a QB, knowing trade. that, that – Trade, that, Oh, trade. my God, you could just haul it up. I mean, there's going to be – and, you know, there's always going to be another quarterback who flies up lists too. Yeah. So watch out for that. I mean, yeah. Um, but the three pretty much lock first-round picks are Locke, Greer, and Herbert from um, oh, yeah. uh, Oregon. Those are your, those are your locks. But there's always a fourth. Dwayne Did Haskins you- from Ohio State's a guy. You think Herbert just coming back into the just conversation of of Pac twelve? Yeah. Do you think he's just put himself into the Heisman category top three, or do you still think that's a good? Yeah, I mean that's a good. That's a he good fringe block. fringe I, top three. I think he's fringe. I think I think his team would have to win out for him to have any. Chance. Yeah, they got to be they got to be Pac twelve champs. Yeah, they have to be Pac twelve champs um, for him to get there. I mean, it's 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 definitely dominated now because of yeah. Jonathan Taylor. That Stanford loss hurts. And yes, I do. I think the Stanford, but Jonathan Taylor and Bryce Love. Taylor's been great, but his team's been not as good. Um, and then and then Bryce Love has been really terrible, to be honest. Um, yeah. Those two losses make the make the Heisman race very QB focused. Um, yeah. I'll tell you. Everyone and I get it. Everyone wants two at the top, but his statistics aren't going to speed because they're he's not good. playing as much in these blowouts. I mean, well, he's got a lot of touchdowns and and no, and no picks, and his advanced statistics are incredible, and his team's really good. But I have to tell you, it's the most valuable player in college football. He might not. He arguably not might not play this week because of his injury. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to step in, and that team's not going to miss a beat. Exactly. To an extent. So that's something to look at, which is a guy why I got like like Herbert to Mike. an extent. I, I see what you did. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Anyway, I don't want to I talk like too that. much on that, but I know I definitely think that he Dwayne Haskins is definitely on the top of that heap too. I, I hate to yeah. give him the credit he deserves, but he deserves that credit um, because he's been incredible. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what happens. But um, there's a lot of really good players. I think Greer kind of played himself out a little bit. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he might. I mean, granted, it's mid-October, so there's plenty of time. It is mid-October. It plenty is mid-October. of time. You're starting to see. You're starting to see that top crew kind of change themselves. Yeah. Um, and I, but like I said, I, I think Herbert now he's, all over again. Yeah, he's definitely in the conversation, though, uh, Herbert. In this case, uh, I would tell you some other guys, the guy that <laughs> the guy that we're not going to get any any press, but should is Mackenzie Milton, the UCF quarterback, who, who pulled one out against a good Memphis program. Um, He's really good uh, in this case, but um, see a Jordan yeah. Lynch upside. He gets invited to New York, but kind of just there. Yeah, oh, I, right. I think he did. I think I, I like that idea of him being like that third invitation. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely do. The other guy to keep an eye on because we because once again they're lost. We're not talking about, but Kyler Murray is putting up video game stats, so he's another guy who we might see after a couple big weeks kind of get back in the conversation. But I actually think it's a Two man race between Tua 
and Haskins right now. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, just to kind of wrap up the the Pac-12 before we move to the uh, to our favorite conference. Yeah, I think it's time mm-hmm. to tuck them, tuck them away, put them to bed. Aside from really maybe Oregon, uh, you kind of need to you need Stanford to write the ship for them. Maybe Washington State. That's really about it. I don't think Colorado, if they went out, would be a good opportunity like to make to have a real shot at the playoff. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, they. I don't think so. They got thrashed. Yeah, I think they're out. I, like I said, that's why I'm shutting the door on the Pac-12. Yeah, the Pac-12 runs into this every year. They just beat each yep. other up, and it's yep. You know. Look, they're deep. They're a deep conference. We talked about it when we were previewing them. Um, sim- but they just because of their location, because they don't get the same press, because their games are late. We don't know the quality of the Pac-12 as much as we should. Yeah. No, no, I would agree um, with that yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. No, let's. Right. But you want to jump in? I'm assuming to the conference that the, made some, some some statements, but also lost a team this week as well, probably most likely. Yes. Which hurt two the, teams. The, right? They lost two teams this week. The conference that a lot of people were put into bed at the end of September, and now they've yeah. at least emerged with two really hopeful teams. Obviously, both are in the top ten. Uh, but you're right. Let's start with the teams they lost. Wisconsin played themselves out, getting smoked mm-hmm. by Michigan. Yeah, and Penn State well, with a. Yeah, go ahead, go, 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 go. Penn State with the unlikely loss, but let, yeah, let's start with with, yeah. with with Wisconsin. What I was going to say with Wisconsin is they played themselves out of the playoff, not a New Year's Day six bowl though, because they're they're just they're, you would you would assume they're going to figure out a way to still win and have a chance at the title game. Yeah, um, their only really difficult matchup they they do they do go to Penn State, um, which you thought before Penn State's shocking loss that that could be a trap game for them. Well, they have um, to go to Northwestern next week. Right, which is pretty much – I mean, they're – so here's the thing, though. They're 2-1 and one in the conference. Um, yep. They they did beat Iowa, which is a huge head-to-head because Iowa is ranked and pretty good. Yep. Um, but it's really that Northwestern game. If they win that game, they're not they're not losing to Illinois. They're not losing to Rutgers. Um, now those, Purdue at, might be at tough. Purdue, at Purdue, that Minnesota, might. they're okay teams, but yeah, I, I would. Well, Minnesota's yeah, I, rivalry I games, so that's kind of a yeah. toss up yeah. almost. I mean, I Minnesota's they, not that I, good, but yeah, if they beat Northwestern, even if they lose to Penn State, if they beat Northwestern, they're probably in the in the championship game because remember, North, Northwestern's got to play Notre Dame and they got to go to I, Iowa. So, and I hope. Oh, by the way, I hope Northwestern Notre Dame is in the title game. Them going to the Big Ten championship. Yeah, you're right. That's true. I forgot about that. But the at Iowa game is going to be really tough um, in in early November there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but so those two teams played at Penn State. I was shocked. Shocked. Yeah. I even said it. I and mean, we were watching the game live, and I, and the Michigan State wide receiver had been blowing them up pretty much all game, and 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 he was it was single hike. It was single coverage. The safety rolled the other way. And the corner was playing bump and run coverage. It was it was dumb. I mean, it was dumb. It was a dumb decision by the the coordinator to put his his corner in that position. Um, and it, it was shocking though at home, because um, Penn State was basically saying, "Look, we lost to a Ohio State. We would have a chance if we went out, you know, with some great wins: Iowa, Michigan, Wisconsin. That we might be in the conversation to be kind of a quote unquote at large bid to the playoff." Um, if something were well, to happen. You thought, you'd think, too, Michigan State loses pretty handily 
to Northwestern at home and you think, all right, now they have to go to this good Penn State team. Mm-hmm. You would have, I mean, that's a, it's a weird game because it's Big Ten East, but yeah, you would have thought that Penn State would just demolish these guys because they only beat Central Michigan. Michigan State did by 11 points. They barely got away with a two touchdown win at Indiana after coming back from the loss against Arizona state. I mean, I've been ready to put these guys to bed so many different times, Michigan state and the Sparty steps up. I mean, this weekend they're playing Michigan, which you cannot sleep on, Mm -hmm. on any accord. Um, Michigan, as we've, as we've determined America's slow start team, but also America's second half team. That's true. Yep. Well, their defense really turns it on. Their defense really turns it on. I want to make sure we got to make sure before we jump into this week's matchups and we can talk about Michigan, Ohio state here in a second, we got to also wave goodbye. I wave goodbye to Colorado. I think they're out. Yeah. Um, I'm waving goodbye to Miami. You can't lose to. Oh yeah. Yeah. You cannot lose to Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, I think any last gas Auburn chance was, was definitely ruined against Tennessee. That team appears to be in free fall. Yeah, I forgot um, that happened. I forgot yeah. that was last week. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, once again, I mean, a number, I mean, 30 to 24. Auburn, what are you doing? Um, you, you know what, you know what that, this makes me think, though? That the Iron Bowl is going to be way closer than we're now thinking. Oh, yeah. This is exactly the Iron I mean, Bowl is going to oh, be this. Oh, yeah. It's like when, remember, can't, the Cam Newton year, Alabama is like the one year in the Nick Saban dynasty that Alabama was a non-factor and Alabama was killing Cam Newton and Cam Newton had to come back from like a three touchdown deficit. It's like that kind of a year I'm feeling like. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Once again, they play Ole Miss, then they go Texas A&M at Georgia and they let end the season, like you said, in the Iron Bowl. They still have a ton of tough games, but they can climb themselves back and do ranked put four and three with losses, LSU, Mississippi State, you kind of get. Although Mississippi State, twenty-three to nine, Tennessee is an inexcusable loss this year. Uh, no, no, no. So we waved goodbye to a lot of teams, but we waved hello to a couple teams, including the Michigan Wolverines. Our guys getting back involved in the playoff picture with a, com- a commanding victory um, against that the, that Wisconsin program. We knew their defense was going to be great, but we saw some of the changes offensively for them more of a spread out offense still with a power aspect to it, but they mm-hmm. spread it out a little more. They let Shea Patterson use his legs. Um, this is going to be something that's going to be critical to their success against Michigan state and Penn yes. state. But even more importantly, we're, and I don't want to look too far ahead, but assuming they figure out a way, it's going to be tough to win these next two games. That matchup against Ohio state, the one weakness Ohio state's had is giving up big plays in the passing game. Mm-hmm. They they give up they give up a ton of big plays. It's kept teams in games against them. Um, Michigan's going to need to have that passing game because even with Nick Bosa's stepping away from school because of his injury, even with him out, this team still is loaded on the defense. Oh, yeah. So yeah, don't think that that's that this is going to be Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, now we're in disarray. He's when was the last time he played TCU yeah, weeks, a month ago? TCU game. He's played weeks yeah. ago. Weeks ago. Yeah. So definitely don't. Don't get yeah, um, but it's it's going to be a huge game this week. Um, going to East East, you know, going to Michigan State. Harbaugh has a big win last week. Has Harbaugh Don't, beaten Michigan State yet? I think yeah, I think he has once. He's one and two. Uh, but obviously, he lost on the punt a couple years ago, and he lost last year, I believe, as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, Two years ago, they won. Yeah. So he's, so me, he's undefeated at Michigan State. Yeah, I know, right? So here's the thing. Michigan State's got a great quarterback, a great college quarterback in, in, in Lewerke. He's a senior, I believe. ton okay. of experience. He's a junior, excuse me, but ton of experience. Guy can play. This Michigan defense has to hold early, but more importantly, I think I think Michigan's got to score early in this game. Yeah, um, no, that's a really good point. I think if it's close and Michigan State's hanging around at halftime, I think that second half doesn't become this what we've become accustomed to of Michigan, where yeah. the Wolverines really start to pull it ahead and cover the spread, and and the defense really tightens it up. I think it it gets to be a little more worrisome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you're right. They need to score early. Yeah. And get it going. They just need to they need to feed the ground game. They need to let Shea Patterson run. They just need to just keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what that Michigan defense did against Alex Hornibrook, who's who people don't know enough about because that guy, not a statistics guy, but he's one of the best road quarterbacks like yeah, almost he's ever. A solid QB. Yeah. They made him look like a freshman with no idea what he was doing. Defense needs to bring that same kind of pressure against this Michigan State team. This is a true rivalry game. Michigan wins this game, and they and that Penn State comes to visit, they'll be ready. And it's gonna that's going to be a, a big game next week. I mean, that's, that's not an easy road for Michigan, um, but they can do no. it. They definitely can do it. Um, Oklahoma gets back on the road against TCU. I think that's an important game. TCU really struggled since that loss you know, to Ohio State. Um, which we were hoping wasn't going to be the case. They've dropped games against Texas and against Texas Tech. Not like they're bad opponents, but I don't want to call it a trap game, but Oklahoma better come ready to play. I agree. Um, I totally agree. By yeah, the I way, mean, and, uh, go ahead. I was just going to, I was going to make a joke and say big battle yeah. for potential, uh, Coastal potential coastal division champions, Virginia going to Duke this weekend. I know, right? Uh, Who would have thought that? Real, real big opponent. Granted, both teams, both teams are Duke could become bowl eligible with a win, and Virginia's four and two. So don't sleep on that. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, By the way, let's talk. Right, there's not a. We talk about Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State. That's a big game. We'd already Mm -hmm. discussed. NC State and Clemson. We talked about Mississippi State and LSU, um, and when we we. But uh, there's another big game that's kind of right in our backyard we could go to, by the way. I mean, yeah, Cincinnati, I defeated simple Cincinnati, playing our Temple at Owls Temple. at the lake this Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So Cincinnati. I was going to say bigger game. I was going to ask bigger game, Cincy Temple or Eagles Panthers? No. Oh, Eagles Panthers. I know. I know. Anyone to fuck with you. Don't, don't ruin it. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's a fun game. The other, the other game I wanted to, to highlight here. Um, it's, we talked about it a little bit, Washington State, Oregon. Um, Washington State is favored by three, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're oh, a good home oh, team. Yeah. Solid QB with Gardner Minshew. Um, Only yeah, I mean, I think that's well, they didn't really play anybody. Offense so. special there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think it would definitely be high scoring. Going to be a fun game to watch. Definitely thinking about tuning into that one Yeah. Um, in this case. But, you know, once again, I think I – think, Nobody's locking their spot in this week, but if LSU no. loses, they're pro- they're out of the discussion. If if Michigan loses, they're out of the discussion. Uh, for and, and obviously, we talked about the potential ramifications of Clemson, NC State. Although Clemson is a seventeen and a half point favorite, but you know what? Ryan Finley is a veteran 
quarterback. They've got a great offensive line there for NC State. Kelvin Harmon is an excellent wide receiver. It's a great game to watch to get to know this team because the yes. problem is we don't watch yet. So if you want to tune in and learn a little bit about them, by the way, if they win, you're going to learn a lot about them. Um, but it, it, I don't. I would take the. I don't bet on college football, but I would take the under in college football on this game. I think it's going to be closer than seventeen and a half. Um, even though NC State's on the road, so you're saying so, take NC State points, not the not the at, not the total. Under. Yeah, I, I can't pick them to win. I can't. I just think with Trevor Lawrence healthy, Clemson is still so talented. Um, Degenerates. To be clear, Matt is taking NC State plus seventeen, not the under fifty-six points. No, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm taking on it. That I think might be it over. Well, degenerate. It's like me, man. <laughs> you know, I look for that stuff. Great week, though. Should be a great, great week. Great week. Great week. Quick shout out to our Lehigh Mountain Hawks. They're looking for their first Patriot League win. They're at Georgetown this week. Come but on, boys. They need. They need it, man. They lost to Fordham last yeah. week. Oh, rough I'm loss. We'll be we'll be we'll be enjoying when we get back together and kind of talk about next week, week nine. Yep. Some really good matchups coming up. Can't wait to preview those oh, with yeah. you. Um, oh yeah, college football getting intense. It's getting intense. Hopefully, if my, my my week isn't crazy next week, hopefully I can maybe make an appearance at the Maddie D house. And uh, that'd be fine. Come by. That'd be good. I like that idea. I love that yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll discuss as the week goes on. Um, nice. I got to go to New Jersey for a wedding. That's part of my uh, wacky week this week. But yeah, <laughs> keep an eye out kind of for the rest of the week for Matt's cold hard locks, the blog post coming, going back to old school. Then my, then my um, fun V fun V tailgate blog. Jesus, that's a tongue twister. That shouldn't be. And any other blogs that we have, thunderblogsports.com, thunderblg on Twitter, thunderblogsports on Instagram. Maddie D and I are going to try to get out on Instagram a day because we are trying to expand that. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for us, Matt. Thank you as always. This was a ton of fun. I'm glad we got our thoughts out onto the pod. Oh, and by the way, if you didn't know, I am picking the Eagles to win this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it's a big week. Although Panthers. Third straight NFC East game. Going to be interesting, um, but I agree. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. We got to roll. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend, everybody. Go Birds, go Blue, and go Lehigh.